0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comedy Film Roads episode 311. 311! Oh, we just said 311 day, all you 311 fans. Oh, that's a fun band.
1: And if you're a fan, chances are the numbers 311 are in your Twitter handle. Yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> <laughs> or your Instagram yeah. or some, whatever social media you use, your whatever name 311. Right? Or there's a 420 and a yeah. 311 in there. Or like
1: there's some kind of number code.
0: Yeah, with threes <laughs> with involving that band and marijuana. So thank you guys for listening. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Uh, um, now, uh,
1: we got some uh, a lot of stuff we're going to talk about today. We've got a podfest announcement. We're going to be doing Ten Cloverfield Lane, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny, and we'll be talking a little bit about Christopher Nolan movies and a lot of uh, Oscar movies on uh, DVD and Blu-ray being released this week. Nice. Well, let's introduce our guest. Let's do it. Uh, first time guest. Mm-hmm.
0: We're getting a lot of first time guests, buddy. Yep. Um, and we've tried to get this guy on the show a while ago and then a whole series of events were transpired <laughs> but we got him He's here uh,
2: worth the wait
0: worth the wait um comedian Shane Moss
2: hey thanks for having me you got a buddy uh, not not a big 311 guy so this today doesn't mean as much to me oh, as it does. i mean i shit. still have it in the handle at shane comedy <laughs> <laughs> it's just i just I, yeah. they're okay i just yeah. like the number you know so i've
0: always been a big march 11th guy <laughs> it's right around when the tournament starts it just feels right to me six days out from saint paddy's day yep good day for green vomit
1: it's a wind-up
0: it's a wind-up it's, it's <laughs> a real wind-up so um well let's say real quick the pod fest dates have been announced march 23rd through the 25th
1: um or september
0: the
1: festival's next week yeah
0: um uh, you're right september 23rd through the i've had three hours of sleep so i don't this episode
1: and will be, be really interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I might
0: fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a there's a tirade coming on just anything I could I could tirade on you something. You know what?
1: It'll be interesting. I wanna see like um if there will be like kind of like a trigger warning or mm-hmm. if you're so tired that you don't even care and it's a mellow episode all the way yeah, through.
0: Yeah, it could be that. It could yeah. just be like, eh, Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping for a mellow
2: tirade. Just a really <laughs> sleepy tirade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: well guys, here's another thing yeah. it's bullshit.
1: Um, I'm really angry about this. Yeah. And
0: the world's uh, fucked.
1: So, don't forget to follow oh, us on Twitter. We're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I really want to say is Trump 2016.
0: <laughs> um but yeah, Podfest will be September 20 September 23rd through the 25th. It's at the Sofitel. Uh, tickets are going on sale this week. We're just finalizing all the little technical blah blah blah.
1: Biggest year ever. We've already booked some giant shows that we will be announcing shortly. Yes.
0: Um. So it it'll be fun, and uh, you know, we're 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 excited about it, as, as you can hear in my voice. Yes,
1: <laughs> we're very excited. Yeah, for not, real. It's
0: not that I'm not <laughs> sleeping because it's <laughs> so, so much work and <laughs> then finishing and stress it, and stress and
1: uh, yeah. Uh,
0: punch someone in the throat
1: but lightly lightly
0: lightly, <laughs> lightly more of a massage yeah more of a throat punch yeah, like massage a Reiki healing throat punch <laughs> <laughs> um but shane uh tell us you have a podcast what's your new podcast
2: i do it's called here we are and um everywhere I, I i'm i'm a road comic i'm traveling all the time so everywhere that i'm at i look up scientists in the area to talk about life
1: and why we behave the way we do
0: scientists on the road
1: yeah are there scientists in every area or occasionally you're like you know what there are no scientists what about like
2: a heavy red state is the scientist like yeah global warming's a myth well Uh, i know i just i just did um i i i just did a bunch of great ones in texas it was funny because um you know science is still you, you can't you can't be a creationist and be uh, scientist like they just right like you have to take a class on evolution and what you know <laughs> <Yeah>. you, you <laughs> can't just be like nope it's nonsense mm-hmm. like it so it, so it's not that the scientists are any different but it is different and like i was just in um i think it's fort worth or yeah it was fort worth and it's uh texas christian university and i had an evolutionary psychologist on it and she's like yeah can you just say tcu i, I don't like the, <laughs> the <laughs> word i don't want people thinking that i'm a lunatic <laughs> um, but uh there are i there, there's been areas where I've had trouble finding people. Cleveland, I had trouble finding good guests. I was, I did ultimately find... And then there's like... I was just in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to bother. There's like <laughs> there's like small... <laughs> so there's small cities, but then... It's hard to find people in Scranton, uh, Yeah, yeah. And so do
0: you mainly go to the universities? Is that sort of your first... Th-
2: typically, yeah. I'll look mm-hmm. up the big universities. And then sometimes I'll look up like um, an aquarium or, oh. or a zoo or... Or something like that and try to get you know like a marine biologist or something like that on my main wheelhouse is evolutionary psychology and biology and wow. and how evolution kind of drives the way that we think and make decisions now
1: shane's almost like a private investigator for scientists like <laughs> If <laughs> someone disappears in a certain area you could like go find it would well, you check the universities did you check the aquariums, <laughs> check the
2: aquariums. <laughs> <laughs> we can't find a scientist anywhere around here. Check the aquariums. Um, yeah, it is weird when when you'll go places like uh, like I was just in Wichita and, and and where there's these you know academics are fairly liberal and then they're up against these you know they're surrounded you know they're in right. these red states where like in Wichita they're now making it legal to bring guns into the classroom and so you have a bunch of like liberal professors being like uh what like how can you do i guess we're gonna have to ease up on our grading policies (laughs) (laughs) you know but uh, so Uh. so yeah it is there is that weird mix but
0: yeah i mean did did you think like maybe this country's done like we ought to just kind of let it go you know it, you know, rome fell we should just let it like we should build a wall around texas i and think Wichita and, i think
1: the apple cart is full and it's about to be knocked over yeah i really think that yeah. it, we're, we're at that point where we gotta we gotta choose Wh- which direction do you want to go
2: i mean there's there's definitely different ways of looking it certainly i mean it's frustrating when you, I, starting any podcast you're like you know it's a It's another podcast. There's a billion podcasts. Who knows if anyone's going to listen? But then you know I've had all these great guests, and sometimes I'm like getting this mind blowing information. I'm like, man, why aren't people? Why does no one want to care about any of this stuff? But which I mean, it's still I've been having a fair amount of success with it. But but it is if you look back like the the late 1800s, there'd be like. People would be – workers would be getting out of their jobs in coal mines and going out to see lectures on physics right. and, and whatnot. And I don't know, like, what happened to that. But that yeah, is – Yeah, I don't
0: know. That's the thing that's so fascinating. I was talking to somebody. Why – in this country specifically. Like, I, I met a guy who was studied abroad and he was in Ireland. And, you know, he was like, God, I remember being at this tavern having this great philosophical conversation with this guy. In Ireland, and then the next day I saw him sweeping the streets. That was his job. Yeah. And why in America, if you do like manual labor, it's then nope, I don't want to learn. Yeah, it's like, weird. I just want a beer and I don't book. And that's book talking, yeah. you know. And it's like why? Why? What's wrong with? What's? I don't get it. You could be a farmer. You could do construction and still read. I know. I'm assuming and yeah.
1: ignorance somehow became acceptable, whereas like, well, it's okay. I don't need to read. Like, yeah, no, no, you really should.
2: And I don't know smart smart if it's guys. that people are maybe intimidated or something. Because I, I don't know. I mean, I never went to college. I did a bunch of factory work, and like yeah. I know all those guys, and I remember right. what their mentality was like, and it and was yeah, very why, much. Why like, I've had hundreds
1: choose? of day jobs too. Uh, bit, and I, I've, I've done all those. Yeah, things
2: well, like, yeah. I mean, people are people. I think, I think when you are in a job like that nowadays, where it's also like a factory job used to be a source of pride like oh i'm in on this new it'd be like working for silicon valley right. or something like that right. where i'm like i'm in the cutting edge of society right, right now right. you know and and uh now you're working in a factory you're either looking around, going, "I gotta get the hell out of here," or you just gotta like give up and like look for whatever <laughs> escape that you can, you know, and drink your head off and right do pills and whatever else to just to es- escape, you know. Wow, I I don't know, I, I, and who knows? But there's also people are way into TED Talks these days. Yeah. People are people are into. I mean, documentaries are getting pretty big these days, and yeah, there and, is
0: there there is this new um obviously the internet is this new resource where you can get all of this information.
1: I think I think one of the biggest problems was that in our political system, um being an intellectual and being well read became like a liability. Like, no, I want to vote for someone who I'd have a beer with. Really?
0: Yeah. No. What about no, I you don't. You don't want, I, I, really I don't should. want the guy with no. the launch codes to be drinking
1: beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You, you you want someone smarter than you. I in, know. In charge of the government. Yeah. First off, listeners, if that's your mentality,
2: I guarantee I'm more fun to have a beer with than any politician you'll ever meet. <laughs> right. And that doesn't mean I should be president. No, ever. At, no. At, no. At all. no. <laughs> like, and if that's what you think about life i don't want to have a beer with you (laughs) (laughs) anyway
1: see now you just ruined it (laughs) um
2: so uh all right well let's uh let's get into some movies i Uh, like that i'm assuming that your listeners are somehow like the people that we're
1: talking (laughs) (laughs) first off
2: (laughs) listeners it's mostly just factory workers that uh, don't want to learn anything is what (laughs) what i imagine
0: right well that's all our listeners Um, are just are just beer guzzling (laughs) yahoo's (laughs) that don't know how to think about movies until we
2: tell them. That's Uh, I'm only so bitter about factory work because I did it so much. Please
1: email us if you're a fan and you're a factory worker and you refuse to learn anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) First of all, how did you figure out a podcast?
1: Um, So let's talk about 10 Cloverfield Lane. This is um, a movie that... Um, had a lot of hype coming up to it. It was like one of those slow rollout teaser, like what's it going on? And, uh, so Shane,
0: just so you know, there's no spoiler alerts on the show, so don't give up any key endings or anything like that. Uh, all right, yeah, no, no, no
1: problem. It should be
2: pretty I, easy. I didn't, I didn't uh, see it, so I, yeah. you don't have to worry about me. So, I wanted
1: to see it. Now I did go see it. The, Neil saw it. There's a review on the site. He I saw it. he absolutely loved it. Now I want to see what you thought about this movie, Graham. Would you like to go first?
0: Um, you know I went into this movie thinking, is this going to be like a low rent room? You know what I mean. Like, Room is this really compelling movie? And obviously we talked about it. Brie Larson earned the yes. Oscar. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 a really great movie but is this is this going to be just an annoying um, an annoying version of that and i gotta say i was and I wanted to hate it because i'm just been stressed and in a pretty shitty mood, and it's hard for me to watch movies because I just go, I wish I was making those, and i'm sick of doing this, and I want to make movies
1: did um did you see it in the food theater I
0: did see it in a food theater <laughs> so I was comfortable. I was relaxed. Yeah, I was you leaned e- back. I had a black bean veggie burger mm-hmm. with some rosemary fries and a delicious glass of water.
2: Mm-hmm. I want to um, admit to that. Yeah. But.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not a beer guzzling factory.
2: <laughs>
0: <asshole>. um, <laughs>
2: um, so you and you're learning about yeah. veggie burgers.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just learn about beef and how if everyone <laughs> stopped eating it, the world would be a better place. But anyway, I'm an asshole. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to kind of, like, hate everything about this, and uh, I want to hate the Hollywood film industry pretty pretty concisely and hate anyone that I know that's that's doing well.
2: Um, and so it was a very specific specific you a yeah, yeah. So you are a comedian. Yes, I am a comedian. Uh,
0: I am sick of, like, helping people out. And our various projects, and then have not reciprocating. I'm not naming names, but I've never been on At Midnight. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I'm really kind of like, fuck off to like everything and everybody. Mm-hmm. But I sit... So a, you were in a mood. I was in, in a mood. Mm-hmm. And that mood kept me through not sleeping. Mm-hmm. So it's exacerbated. That mood yeah. is exacerbated. <laughs> um I would love for some guy to fucking get in my face about. I've just like or just I want to like see a guy like, like try to grab someone or fight someone or abduct a kid. So I have a reason to just fucking beat the shit out of a guy. (laughs) Well,
1: maybe you should go to a Trump rally. Oh God, I would gladly just fucking pound those. Trump will pay your uh, legal fees. Oh,
0: just beat the shit out of those. Yeah,
2: does he pay your legal
0: fees? If you're (laughs) kicking the ass of one of his supporters. If I he didn't found specify.
1: one of he didn't. those
0: slack jawed clan member Trump people, <laughs> I could beat one of them, and then I could go sit in a nice comfortable chair and watch a movie without losing any sleep. Then it, I would sleep like a baby.
2: So I thought it's funny that I thought like the KKK was like just gone. I thought it was, oh, no, no, and no, no, I was they're, like, they're, oh, they're it's just that they don't wear they're n- they don't wear hoods anymore. Yeah. They're like not even embarrassed what, enough what to like wear, I, wear I, uh, hoods. Not yeah. out in the open. Up. Uh, no.
1: So uh so alright, so Graham. So I'm gonna guess then that this uh movie kinda changed your mind and got you in a better mood, or was it the burger? It was the, the burger in the a
0: comfortable chair. Yeah. Um I gotta say, I was thoroughly entertained throughout this entire film.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was engaged, John Goodman's an exceptional, you know, he's great mm-hmm. playing yeah. this weirdo guy. And this is just from the trailer, so I'm not I'm not doing any spoilers. He So the trailer is and this is the question of the movie is there a real threat outside or is he just a creep Mm -hmm. so that is engaging enough for me and right when i was starting to go all right some shit happens that's interesting and i go wow and i and by the end of it i was like you know i like this film it was Mm -hmm. really good you know and then went home and set up the PodFest event thing on Facebook and invited a bunch of people and then started to feel tired and then laid in my bed and started spiraling out about all this other bullshit that drives me fucking nuts and then I couldn't sleep. But the movie the movie was was pretty solid.
2: solid. Yeah. You know, I I, am going to give a review of this podcast so far. (laughs) (laughs) So er, early on there was it was teased that maybe there is gonna be some ranting, you know, and 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 I kinda had my hopes up for that and I I didn't know, you know, I didn't know if it was gonna be like a full on rant or what was gonna happen and then, you know, it was I was very satisfied with the rant that happened and Right. and and the turn that it took sure. and
1: you know what and it was it was a nice low key rant it was a little it, you know it got your defenses down with voice, right but then it you know it got, got yeah. to a
0: point got to a point yeah. to talk about wanting to beat up a trump supporter yeah. i
1: um i will say i also enjoyed this movie i went into it with a more um, neutral point of view when i went oh, in, really? in.
0: <laughs> wanting to set the world yeah. on fire no
1: i um uh, i I'll tell you, it was the kind of movie, too, where I was completely neutral in my my, um, uh, kind of preconceived notion that I was either going to hate it or really enjoy it. I didn't Mm -hmm. think I was going to find it mediocre. I was either going to go one way or the other. Now, the thing I really liked about it, was that it had solid acting. It was a solid B-movie. Now, l- let's be clear. Yeah, that's this right. Is, this a, is a B-movie. It's a
0: B-movie. And a fun B-movie.
1: And a fun B-movie. And it was it was occasionally, like, it reminded me of Scream. Scream was essentially a oh, B-movie. Right. But studio made it, had a lot of money behind it. And this really felt that way. It was, and what I liked about it, too, is this is where J.J. J. Abrams can actually do some good. He can actually uh, produce something. That other filmmakers are making that wouldn't necessarily get made, but if he puts his name on it and produces it, it can actually get made now, and he could give a voice to new filmmakers and new stories and things like that. This filmmaker
0: is, is brand new. He's only he did a one episode of TV and he's done a couple of shorts. This this director Dan Trachtenberg.
1: Yeah, he's. I think he's kind of been on in the uh, the Buffy J.J. J Abrams um, universe for a while, but mm-hmm. and it was it's good. So this is. I I like this model where, you know, a filmmaker can say, hey, hey, people that I've worked with for a while or whatever, let me give you a break. Let me produce your movie. Um, I love the mystery of this film. Like, when it first comes to, like, well, is John Goodman crazy? Is there shit really going on outside and um, I liked the way it unfolded. It wasn't too long. It was one of those like, okay, B movie. There's no reason at all why this needs to be two hours. 103 minutes. Yeah, yeah. This is this is 90 to 100 minutes. That's that's exactly the wheelhouse where this should be. Um, it's a very, um, um, it's literally. One set, 80 90% of it is, you know, the budget is the was bunker. $5
0: million. Yes. According to IMDb, mm-hmm. the budget is $5 million and it did, you know, $25 million its opening weekend.
1: And that $5 million budget, mostly in salaries. <laughs> you know? For John Goodman. Yeah. John no. Goodman and JJ J. Abrams yeah. to put his name on it, you know, and I'm sure there was a bunch of studio execs that, uh, you know, were budgeted still, in there. But, and
0: that's. You know, and the set that they shot it on actually mm-hmm. was pretty cool. The, the right. bunker set was pretty fantastic.
1: You know, this this easily could have been an indie film um, made under a million, for sure. If, yeah, if One Location. Been, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I really enjoyed it. I liked the way it unfolded. I thought it didn't um, ham up. I thought um, John Goodman is a solid actor, and he knows where the line is. He knows when to pull back. Like, if you look at a movie like... Um, um, like when he's in, working with the Coen brothers with either, Even even in like either Oh Brother Where Art Thou or Barton Fink He like, was so good in yeah. Oh Brother Man yeah. he was great you, you, like, you know he's not always Going to be Fred Flintstone or Roseanne's wife You know he has that range Where he can actually take a but, character And um, do something interesting with it Well you think
0: about that that's a great point So look at what he did in this It's kind of weird creepy dude Is he a good guy is he not Right and then you look at like who he played in Argo. Now Argo he's playing an actual dude, but that yeah. movie, Hollywood producer in Argo was hilarious. The guy yeah. he played in mm-hmm. Trumbo
2: mm-hmm.
0: was was a different type of Hollywood movie producer right. that was unique and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it he's he's really
2: a fun guy to watch. Uh, Now I'm going to go back and watch Arachnophobia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great example. (laughs) He's
0: got that weird spiders are a lot
2: like you and me. (laughs) Now,
1: I I will say the one complaint I did have about this movie, and this is nothing to do with the movie itself, I didn't like the way this movie was presented to me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The marketing and the way it was branded was completely unnecessary. It it really stunk of that, you know, studio. Well, if we're going to make this movie, here's what we need. Uh, That studio kind of uh, marketing hook, like um, a woman waking up in a bunker and not knowing what happened with the creepy guy and you're not sure if shit went down outside or he's kidnapped you and it's actually crazy. That's enough for a compelling movie. I didn't need to know. This is in the Cloverfield universe. Not every movie needs an extended universe uh, right. attached to it. Uh, because the whole entire time, I'm thinking, well, if this is in the Cloverfield universe, the only, there's only one thing in the Cloverfield universe. A giant monster. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So it, it, it colors like, well, what if this is in that universe, then that's obviously what I need to see. Right, right. So it's like, well, this is in the Godzilla universe. Well, then I'm going to see Godzilla, right? Right, you know, right, this right. Is, I don't want to see a bunker and hear Godzilla out. Outside, Then just I know that that's in the universe. So it was a completely unnecessary kind of marketing hook that I didn't need. This movie easily could have stood on its own. And you don't need to throw it into that universe for sure. So I I thought that was kind of weird. But I get why they did it. And we're like, well, it's a low-budget movie. We don't know if people are going to go see it. It's a mystery. We got to give this marketing hook that it's going to be in this universe. But
0: Uh, i didn't didn't get that though like i didn't i know everyone was like oh it's it's cloverfield it's cloverfield but i didn't i didn't get that it was a part of the cloverfield universe
1: right i mean it's it was an unnecessary add-on right right for sure so
0: some people were saying that i was like huh yeah and it was sort of confusing like you say and then and then the, the the movie poster says you know what is it terror comes in many forms or whatever right.
1: oh you know the um, uh, monsters monster. come in all sizes yeah monster comes in many many
0: forms yeah. is what it says and it's like geeky yeah i got it the the, yeah. the, 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 tra- <laughs> the trailer i got the, i saw the trailer i got mm-hmm. it you mm-hmm. like you say you're locked in a bunker is right. some shit going down or is yeah. this guy nuts mm-hmm. we don't
1: know i am perfectly happy to accept this as a b-movie premise with some stars in it and yeah. I'm there regardless. Right. And this, this is another movie, too. It probably could, will do very, very well on like video on demand. Like just uh, the,
0: the other thing I want to say, too, <clears> is <throat> um, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is, you know, she's kind of the lead. She's the girl that's, that's abducted. And yes. she does a, a really good job. The first time I was introduced to her was Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And I thought she did a great job in that. Uh, I really liked her in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and she's got some really cool scenes to deal with Mm -hmm. in this and and how her character has got a sort of maneuver with John Goodman. Yes. And then the other guy uh, in the movie who's played by, I don't know, whatever Beardy Bearderton. Beardy McBearderson? Yeah, John Gallagher Jr., I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I've seen him in other, John Gallagher Jr., I've seen him in some other stuff. He's all right. But, uh,
1: oh, you mean stock millennial character? <laughs> stock millennial, Mike? Yeah, um,
0: yeah. But she really—it's her and John Goodman. Yes, definitely. That, that do that do everything. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so it was good, and you know, we won't give away anything as far as plot or ending. Although maybe we'll do a spoiler app. But this—this will be a good spoiler up. This to would do. be a good spoiler up to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, my recommendation for Cloverfield Lane is check it out don't worry about the Cloverfield Lane you know the the uh, connection and treat it as if it's a really fun B movie which yeah. it is yeah
0: alright next movie Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon Sword of
1: Destiny yes yes this, this, <laughs> this is the sequel Netflix only Ooh, and boy. uh Um, One of the funniest reviews on our site ever is the Rick Myers review of this film. I've always said him and CJ, when they don't like a film, it's hilarious. It's great. Um, Now, I'm going to let our guests go first, and then I will discuss. Shane, what did you think of this sequel? Did you see the first one, first of all?
2: Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like a big fan or anything like that. I just saw it. I don't really even remember it. So I didn't remember the plot, uh, because... from what i gather they were picking up from something right. that i just Well, neither did these don't filmmakers remember.
1: so that's fine uh, okay
2: <laughs> um and uh um not enough action you know could have used more action <laughs> um, i you know it was it was exactly what i i thought it would be it was um certainly if had it not been on netflix i would have never Um, had any interest in seeing it Um, it was you know cheesy there's cheesy lines and and then they'll like tell some horrible joke and everyone laughs like so hard to let you know that that was a joke that just happened Um, (laughs) and um, uh, it it was I don't know how they found that many actors that could fly like that but they did a good job (laughs) they did a good job of that aspect (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um uh, so so yeah i i mean i mean it was just exactly what i thought it was going to be and it was just you know i i watched it last night when i just wanted to turn off my brain mm. and see uh, <laughs> you know something really silly i mean i, I found it to be silly it's it's right. a silly sort of thing
1: um shane is right it's a silly, stupid movie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. and when you look at the the prestige and the um, the beauty of the original film, this is um, by by every account a cheap like DVD sequel knockoff. Like you remember, sometimes it happened right. a lot in like the eighties and nineties, where a movie would do really well in the theater, but it didn't do quite well enough to get like a, a theatrical sequel. So, some cheap producer would buy the rights and make these horrible straight to DVD or straight to VHS knockoffs, mm. and they weren't anywhere near as good as like the original. And that was the point. They had you know a, a fraction of the budget. None of the actors would return, um, and that's exactly what this feels like. This feels like a straight to video or straight to DVD release with very little care taken from the uh, the original. Now, there, one of the actresses does return, Michelle. Yeah, uh, yeah, and. Uh, the thing that really uh uh cracked me up there were a couple things first of all it 's shot in English, which is very interesting Great. and uh, uh let's say the actors um, some of them can speak english a little well a little better than others uh, some of them almost needed to put the subtitles on, regardless even though it 's in english and uh, so it already it feels like well, this is like some weird kind of cash grab for like Netflix just to cash in on literally the title. Nothing that made it cool, just we're buying the title and kind of doing what we want. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And, you know, it had the flying, it had the wire work. Everything was subpar. The acting... The the fighting, the the choreography, the scenery, even just the color palette, everything just felt like, well, we don't have enough money to do what they did before, yeah. so uh, just give them a taste, and maybe they'll be happy. Uh, and but, the swords, magic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How many of your podcasts on the road have you talked to scientists and magic, About magic swords?
2: swords? Yeah, it's, they're still trying to get yeah. down to the bottom of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of, uh, lot of questions. It's a magic sword that um, just seems to have a history that, you know, doesn't really do anything. Oh, wow. Doesn't glow. Doesn't, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just it's you know, it's it's magic. It's it, green. It's killed a lot of people. Oh, yeah. It's yeah.
0: green. Well that means yeah. it's magic. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> sing,
1: it doesn't um, do anything. <laughs> I,
0: I, I like when I heard that there was a sequel to this, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was my first thing, thing was like, Wow. But I'm 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 so bummed. I'm really sad that Rick Myers had to see it.
1: Yes,
0: yeah. I've said for anyone that loved the first one, I saw the first one in the theaters. It came out in 2000 and I saw it at the Lemley in Santa Monica. And I remember no one in America had seen that type of wire work, which is, I guess, from the Chinese opera. It was the first time anyone in America on a mainstream audience had ever, the first fight scene happened in Crouching Tiger and the theater erupted with applause right like it was fant it was like wow it Mm -hmm. was so amazing and i was like this movie is unbelievable and i just couldn't get enough of those films that that came out and you started to get all these you know you you got uh, what is it a house of flying daggers and you've got you know hero and and these movies that they were re-releasing, obviously, that had been mm-hmm. made years prior in, in 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 China and Hong Kong, and that we were getting to see, and it was so cool.
1: Hero was another beautiful movie oh, too. Hero well, was just yeah. like
0: fantastic. So to to then hear that they're just like slapping some name on a yeah. Netflix, it's like someone found a box of old
1: DVDs or something. It, it's really what it felt like. And the other thing too that was, it actually threw me for a second. Um, another Master Swordsman comes into um, Michelle Yao's life. And uh, at first, she's like, I thought you were dead. We, you know, we left you for dead. And I'm thinking, did somebody replace Chow yun Fat? And it's like, his character's coming back? No. Turns out, it was a, another Master Swordsman who she had a um, a doomed you know, affair with, or she can never be with. I'm thinking, well, how many doomed affairs are you going to have <laughs> with swordsmen who uh, die? Maybe and, it's uh, time to stop
0: dating yeah, swordsmen. Maybe yeah, it's time it's, to find uh, a guy with a good job.
1: Yeah, and uh, and the, being you can't be with any of them anyway because of some weird code that makes no sense. It's like dating a comedian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't work. You can't... Including to all the characters around you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So... It, it really weird I, I felt like i'm watching this movie everyone looked like um they were just getting a paycheck and just walking through it and that's exactly what it was
2: for sure i mean uh, i i did i i'm a real sucker for the shaved receding hairline with the <laughs> pony tail like I, I, i'm gonna try that look out you just you just shave the hair back about six mm-hmm. inches or so and then you just throw a mm-hmm. pony on there mm-hmm.
1: Ooh, that's I think, a good look.
0: I think that should be the cover art for your new
1: <laughs> album. <laughs> yeah, call whatever. it... Call it DJ Chinese Monk. Yeah, I, think,
0: yeah. I think you should go you should commit to that. Shane is Shane
2: Moss racist all
0: of a sudden?
1: What,
2: what, what is up with? The... No, he just likes that hairstyle. He
0: just really digs it. And then wear the shoes and the whole outfit. And like, oh. all right, Shane just is going through a phase.
1: It's a Minnesota
0: guy trying to find some
1: stuff. But I, I think I think Shane uh,
0: travels the world, talks to scientists, yeah. and decides to go fucking freak bag his hair. And just <laughs>
1: <laughs> he um, he encapsulated the movie very brilliant when he just said it's silly. <laughs> it, it
2: is and, and Hashtag silly un, Unlike as you kind of pointed un, Unlike um, the original or hero This is not a movie that they're going to be playing In like Best Buy when you go to buy a TV Right To show off like how stunning this is You
0: know <laughs> Yeah and it's weird Ang Lee didn't come back to make this Isn't one Isn't that weird? As he yeah. did the first one hmm. No the first one like was the first time we got to I mean like we got to see There's Ang Lee a better Lee. chance
1: of him making a Hulk movie yeah. The, the director, the right. Another Hulk movie. I, this. <laughs>
0: I would go see him give another <laughs> swing at a <laughs> at Hulk, Hulk movie. Yeah. Uh, versus... I can't
1: get into Hulk,
2: man. You I know. just can't.
0: He's If Hulk shaved his head and got the ponytail, then you'd probably
2: be. More <laughs> oh, yeah. <there>. Yeah. <laughs> For sure.
1: <It's> like <laughs> so now, Shane, uh, we were talking about your podcast, but we're also talking about like uh, you like, you're a fan of Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah, huge fan. Now, what's your favorite Christopher Nolan movie? Probably
2: Memento. Um, oh, wow. I mean I've seen it so many times mm-hmm. One time I made this parody for some, for some site That paid me like a ridiculous amount of money And then it never even got released Because they like went under For paying comics way too much money To make little <laughs> shorts and, um, and, and so What site was so, that? It, it was Super Deluxe oh, way, yeah, way back yeah, in the day that. Which I think they're actually coming back um, Or under some other name uh, they And they made some great stuff, but then they gave people like me who didn't know what they were doing and were in the business for three years way too much money to, to make shorts, <laughs> which happened. I'd never done. Uh, well, on, good for you. Websites
0: never come on scene with a bunch of money, throw it around, and then go out of business. That's never. <laughs>
2: yeah. I've never seen that happen. Yeah. We're going to get the internet. Yes. We, we hear people are using this internet stuff all the time. What if we put comedy on the internet? <laughs> if we just put enough money behind it, yeah. nope. No,
1: um, they
0: spend, they waste money and stuff like that. They have usually like the the glitziest of office spaces.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. wow,
0: you guys are spending fifty grand a
1: month on this a diamond-studded foosball table. Yeah,
0: just to have a bunch of twenty-somethings, you know,
1: run bleed through your money. Yeah,
0: sit on bean bags. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: <laughs> so I so I made these couple things and it was just a silly premise, which is basically how like and. Uh, uh, in a relationship fight by the end of it you never remember how it even started in the first place so it was just like shot me backwards and everything whatever but in making that i watched the film like 20 times and every single time i noticed something like a choice that the actor made or Mm -hmm. uh, something like that that i was like oh my god this is incredible
0: Was one of those films for you that when you saw it it sort of was groundbreaking for you or sort of changed your perception of movies a little bit?
2: I think so, yeah. It, it was. Bad. And, and, and maybe there's like a nostalgia for that where... Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I mean, I've, I've loved everything that he's done. I, I think the Batman movies are the three best superhero movies ever made. Ever made. And, that is correct. Um, <laughs> and Which may or may not be saying a whole lot, but I, I mean, yeah. I like the X-Men movies, okay? Sure. What, um, um, what did you think of Insomnia? Um, I enjoyed it, but I, th- but I believe wasn't he just the producer for that? I'm not sure that he wrote or directed that, but, but I, but yeah, I enjoyed that. that. I All think right. he directed it. Did he? Let's see. Um, I mean, I thought, I thought Robin Williams did a, did a good job. I, I remember enjoying the following, but I only saw one way back Christopher when. Christopher Nolan. Oh, okay. Insomnia, 2002. Okay. But he didn't write it, right? No. Um, and. Like them. Um. <laughs> and and then i Maybe his brother but somebody directed <laughs> al pacino
0: to not know how to close drapes and get it, and sleep that's the problem <laughs> that's the problem He's always like oh, i can't sleep yeah pull your fucking drapes asshole like everyone just take a goddamn nap
1: what, wasn't it uh wasn't it Will? Comedians Robin can sleep Williams in the sun at uh, at noon outside.
0: Yeah, Robin Williams. <laughs> Robin Williams was the bad guy, and Al Pacino was the detective.
2: Oh, he
1: yeah.
0: yeah,
2: yeah. I can't sleep. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> That is that is a hilarious <laughs> no. point. Like, you know, you ever heard of an eye mask? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. You> ever- <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, this isn't. <laughs>
2: just,
0: well, I could put a pillow over your face. What's,
2: that's not that hard. I do it all the time.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, getting back to Memento, Memento is great. It's a really good movie.
2: I thought, I mean, I still to this day, I, I probably saw it again like six months ago. I think mm-hmm. I watch it every year and I never re- rewatch movies. Um, Inception, that- I've rewatched many times. And I mean, I. Never rewatch movies by anybody. That
0: would be a fun, like, show to do is just ask comedians what's a movie you watch once a year. Like we all have, right? Not flipping through the channels and you stop when it's on, but you're like, you know what?
1: It's time. I
0: need to watch this Mm -hmm. again.
2: I'm not sure there's anything else like that for for me. It's The Natural. Ah,
0: I gotta watch The Natural. Because I feel like, especially now, the older I get, the more I feel like I'm the Roy Hobbs of show business <laughs> on some shitty team where they won't let me hit. Mm. And if I finally do, I'll knock it out of the park and lightning will strike the ball.
1: Mm. Um, I'm Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit uh, uh, for the same are... reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you feel like you're an yeah. ball, dying out of a ball player?
1: <laughs> and I'm just carrying a ring that I'm trying to get rid of. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. <laughs>
2: Very identifiable, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know. And there's just a bunch of monsters chasing me. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I, and well, now it's it's funny too. Like one of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies is something I'll sit and watch once a year, at least one of them.
2: Yeah, I'll watch. Yeah, me Dark too. Dark Knight
0: Rises or Dark Knight or even mm-hmm.
2: Batman Begins. And and what was uh, was it? Rises was was Heath Ledger
0: of uh, the Dark Knight. The middle the, oh community. yeah, yeah,
2: Dark Knight, which is the one that everyone talked about. But but the original or or, or the the first one, Batman was, Begins. Batman Begins was such a great origin story. Oh, it was really. It good. was so fucking well done. And then um and and then I even it, other than I I didn't I didn't necessarily like how it ended, but uh but I thought Rises was way better than people gave it credit for. Yeah. Um, I mean I thought Inception was uh for for someone who um is way into psychology and uh, neuroscience and I've learned a fair amount about sleeping uh there's inception's a pretty decent representation of of what the dream state might actually be doing and really? yeah I, th- I think so i think Pop, they did like a pretty what- pretty nice job and memento is the same too the memento was was based off of there there was a guy um there was an article yeah um uh oh he's like famous if you take like neuroscience 101 you're gonna hear about this guy but he would he he couldn't form new memories he had some sort of a head injury and couldn't form new memories and and would forget everything within you know, 30 minutes or, or whatever. And, um, and it was kind of an interesting, so it was like kind of accurate in that way. That is a thing that has happened to multiple people and, and then, you know, taking this kind of real thing and then adding this interesting, um, kind of action story and thriller story. There's, there's a little bit of action and it, it, you know, it's not so much where like I tried showing, um, showing memento to my parents and they were just like, ah, oh, this is boring. Uh, it was like too <laughs> slow for them. Um, but, uh, so, so so they way. don't like Alpha overdo Gia it. Walking around, <laughs> can't sleep. That's yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then I, an interstellar again is if, if you know, uh, you know, a, a little bit about physics, it's, it's not too terribly far off. and, 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 Actually there's a lot of like theoretical physicists that think that um that their representation of what the inside of a black hole uh, looks like is is not all that crazy. They thought it was like a pretty interesting representation. Um, I don't think
0: I think Interstellar is another movie that doesn't get as much credit as it should have.
2: I thought so too. I think it was maybe a little too long for people or something.
1: Right. It really felt like a modern 2001. Yeah. I thought it was terrific. Yeah, I, mean, I liked it too.
2: I I just I I feel like he ha- he's never missed, and I there's just something about it. Just like clicks with the way that I think about All things right. too.
1: I mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just, just that I love
0: guzzling factory work. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 Who interview scientists?
2: I, yeah, <laughs> I mean I mean that uh, in in Inception when when like. Uh, he, I'm usually not a sucker for action scenes but when like the van's rolling down the hill and then the hotel's moving in that way and oh my god it's incredible yeah
0: it was pretty it was pretty cool It's great
2: and um, that's that's innovative speaking of like well, really innovative kind of shooting too like we were talking about with the crouching tiger like my, yeah. i've never seen a kind well, of stuff well that's the thing like too that. that i think sort it's of very meticulous filmmaking well yeah that's the
1: thing that yeah. i
0: think sort of resonates with most people with nolan is there's that he's so meticulous he's going to do something very interesting he's going to try something new visually he's going to direct actors in a way that's like you know. Let's try some like <clears throat> you know, giving Heath Ledger the latitude and the direction.
1: I know everyone was like Heath Ledger. I was the, the first, first, I, was one, I was the yeah, one of yeah, yeah. was we people. The same way, I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, There's no way the guy from First Night. Yeah, come <laughs> on. Like, no way. And
0: then he gave him this latitude to to do that. And I think he he's he's really skilled at a getting the best out of actors. And by doing that, he b lets them do their like. He kind of it seems to me. I don't. I, obviously, I'm not on the set. Don't know his process or whatever. But it really seems like he's he's encouraging them. Hey, man, try go this. Like, try this different thing, or let's let's experiment with that a little bit. You know, and 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 I think you see it in like you know Memento. I get, maybe one of his first films is so unique and how he's directing Guy Pierce and and. Which why it was so all of us were like whoa this movie's really yeah, cool yeah. how they're doing this and, and I it, think that's he what just, he brings he everything.
2: builds puzzles yeah and yeah. so it's right. the the rewatchability of it is so like compare compare like Batman to Deadpool which I I enjoyed yeah. I thought it was an enjoyable film but they didn't certainly wasn't a puzzle no you no. know <laughs> it was like you know the end was just very uh, I. I no spoilers on this, but 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 there was like I thought they could have made some sure. different choices at the end where it's uh, I, I, whatever I, I don't want to get in trouble. Um, no, but that, so that, that's say-
0: an, that's an excellent point though, and that's why I think that the the us like you know Nolan files think the the Batman trilogy doesn't get enough credit because it gets lumped into this superhero been and it's like they're far more complex than many superhero movies
2: and i thought uh, uh, when i heard that deadpool was rated r i was like "Ooh, th- this maybe this will be interesting." and i was like at the end i was like why was it rated r because there's like dick jokes and some titties like yeah. i could have gone without three seconds of titties i can watch porn later on <laughs> <laughs> you know like, <laughs> like if, if, if whereas I believe all the Batman's were PG thirteen, yes, weren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And man, they were dark and yeah. and they were interesting. And and to have uh, to to have Heath Ledger be this—I mean, I don't—I don't even know how they got away with that kind of terrorism stuff on a PG thirteen level. Right. Compared to my uh, thought, some of the violence in Deadpool was a little on the sillier side, which is fine. I real I enjoyed it. It, it was, was definitely it was deliberate for sure. Yeah.
1: It was like that kind of. RoboCop violence, where it, it, it borders on pretty much satirical, which is where so, it's going. Yeah,
0: well, let, let me ask you what you think of this, and then and then we'll move on. So his ne- according to IMDb, the m- next movie he's working on, Christopher Nolan, that he has written and will direct, is the film is Dunkirk, which is about the Dunkirk uh, evacuation, which t- took place at the beginning of World War II. Mm. So he's now doing, I haven't seen it. Tom Hardy's in it. Mark Rylance is in it. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: it uh, a World War II. Like Christopher Nolan is doing a World War Two movie.
2: That's interesting. I mean, I liked when Tarantino went that way, and in right. um, well, glorious this is ba- Bastards* this is based
1: on a, a a true event, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. Yeah. I mean that that well, I I I, I wonder if he's going to be able to build have the freedom to build such uh, the same kind of intricate puzzle if it's something where or, it's or, a story. How are you going to put twists in a story? Well, my guess already...
0: is my. Um, just knowing his body of work and knowing what this is, my guess is—I don't know that much about this this Dunkirk evacuation, but my guess is, like anything in a on a world, especially World War II, there is a lot of politics and intrigue, and mm. you know, like all the shit that was going down at the time. You know, uh, stuff that we sort of gets lost in the in the victory of World War II is the uncertainty at the beginning of it. You know Churchill, uncertain, would we help them? Yeah, (laughs) you know because well, we fought a couple of wars the century prior with England, so so like I wonder if that's what Nolan. My Mm. hope is is that he finds all of these actual intricacies and all of the back, you know, backroom haggling of war, the politics of war, and then the individual, um, the individuals who have to do the singular acts Mm. of good and bad. That define what an event in a big war is.
2: Yeah, that's I mean, my hope. I mean, in my mind, he hasn't missed yet, and I don't know another writer or director who hasn't. I mean, I love Tarantino, and he's yeah. missed. Right. Um, and and Tom Hardy, I, I love, <sighs> even, even though I, I mean, I I even thought Mad Max was a hair overrated, but but uh, but I still really loved him in that and and
1: you know what's interesting about mad max i'm gonna tell people this if they think it's a little overrated i enjoyed it more the second time when i watched it it's one of those movies mm -hmm. that i think it's so um kind of like viscerally overloaded (laughs) like like everything from the imagery to the action to the almost the adrenaline that you feel when watching it um if you watch it the second time you're able to take more things in, especially the little nuances with characters, and uh, mm. so uh, I recommend seeing it a second all right. time. I'll, I'll for give sure, it, that's that's a good point. Yeah, and yeah. Not not all movies can do that for sure, and this is just one of those rare cases. When I watched it on Blu-ray, I'm like, you know what? I like it a little bit more the second time. Mm. And uh, I, I
2: mean, Tom Hardy also I thought was. Better than DiCaprio, actually. In, in, um, he was great. In The uh, Revenant. The yeah. Revenant, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I, I think I'm excited about all that right. when, Dun- When's
0: it coming out? 2017. Okay. He's in production now, I believe. He's gotta pre-production. The,
1: he's got to add all the spaceships in, uh, you know, dream sequences. So it's
0: <laughs> <great>. <laughs> <laughs> the World War II spaceships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right. Um,
1: so now a lot of Oscar movies uh, coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. Big Short. Um, actually, I'll just name them. Big Short. Uh, snubbed oscar movie concussion brooklyn and carol are all coming out um this week um
0: yeah i mean obviously guys you know we we talked a lot about these films so if for some reason you didn't i mean i would see big the big short is important film to watch yes Uh, adam mckay i think did a really good job in terms of explaining a very complicated thing simplifying it for the average person to understand this Mm-hmm. I wanted
2: to see it in the theater and I never
1: got a chance. So yeah, sure ah, not. it's not a movie you needed to see in the theater for <laughs> yeah, sure. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It, I got you, that sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's but it's it's a it's a good movie to to sit and watch it at home mm-hmm. and like really watch it, not mm-hmm. like you know, be doing something on your phone right. or whatever. Like it's 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 a and it it and all these actors do a good job and it's a story that needs to be told because none of these bank fucks got arrested. Nothing happened, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's also like the characters that Steve Carell and all these guys play, those guys are not heroes. <laughs> those actual mm-hmm. people, they, that's the one thing I took away from, I was like, well, I hope it's not making these guys out to be heroes. Cause they're not, right. um, they're all, they're just like less crooked, hmm. you know? Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a good film. Concussion is a really good movie. I wrote a whole uh, column about that and the whole CTE and, and um, the NFL It's it's a good movie. I thought some nominations should have come out of that. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn is highly overrated.
2: Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've never even heard of it. And and an interesting... uh... Uh, and then Carol, I haven't, uh, I actually haven't seen Carol yet. Watch oh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the road
2: chip is coming out. Yeah, so it's
1: yes. definitely, it's I'll get to see it for my fourth time then. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great DVD counter-programming, for sure. It's like, well, uh, we got a bunch of Oscar movies coming out. Clearly, there's people out there that don't like Oscar movies, and like <laughs> animated chipmunks. What fascinates me is how many movies they've made, Alvin and the Chipmunks. They've been, been making them for years. And the initial target audience, when the first one came out, has generally aged out of these movies by now. So each sequel kind of needs a new audience. But uh, they keep making them, so kids are still bugging their parents to go see them. Um, Yep. In the site spotlight. There's a
0: movie like that that was fueling my rage going into 10 Cloverfield right. Lane.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Neil has a great 10 Cloverfield Lane review. Uh, David Huntsberger showed up and did a couple uh, reviews for the archives. Some older oh, movies. Oh, Huntsy. Yeah, we have uh, Mulholland Drive and The Station Agent. So if you want to check out those, uh, those movies... Uh, the reviews are on the site right now, and as we say too, uh, we really appreciate you guys stopping by the site. Your comments on the message boards are great, and uh, if you're shopping at Amazon, just click through our link, use the affiliate, and of course check out the store. We keep adding more stuff to the store as well. We've got uh, like Allison Rosen's new shirts are there, as well as all the Thrilling Adventure Hour stuff, um, and premiering this week coming Can we
0: do out. Any f- fan feedback. Here, let's do some quick oh, fan go ahead. Mm-hmm. Fan feedback. Uh, if you guys go to the on the Facebook page, there was this um, this you know whatever meme thing. Uh, it says Batman. It says B Ben Affleck, A Val Kilmer, and they go through all of them in your guys' comments uh, are hila- uh, hilarious. Uh, Beck Hill wrote I always list Kevin Conroy as my favorite but I'm surprised to see him listed over Clooney
1: <laughs> <for the end." laughs>
0: like everyone's, so we were like there's no George Clooney mm-hmm. um, a lot of people well uh, he might
1: have requested himself being taken out of
0: that <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> J uh, S- Sotkaway that's not a w- real name <laughs> uh, writes <laughs> Val Kilmer for life uh, Curtis Whitlock Michael Keaton forever you guys are great <laughs> Adam West Um, One person, I think, answered seriously and said, Stuart readily posted, uh, I gotta go for bail. He had the advantage of being in some of the best action movies ever, too. Still a treat to watch. Will Will can back
1: this. Uh, Funny stuff. (laughs) Thanks, guys, for for
0: your contributions on the Facebook page. All right. I'm sorry. You're saying premiering this week? Oh,
1: premiering this week, uh, the Divergent series. Oh, Divergent Allergent? Allergent. Yeah, Divergent. (laughs) I have lost... (laughs) track the diver- there were, there
0: was the there was divergent insurgent insurgent there was yeah. detergent yeah there,
1: there was convergence returgent there was returgent <laughs> there was
0: oh these look so great like every, yeah. they just
1: i just hope they keep making them. who's There's, going ha- to these? how is how is, is the story going to end
0: i feel like this is the um the you know i final destination like i really feel like
1: (laughs) the strategy is look if we could get 10 percent of the people that saw hunger games were were gold (laughs) i guess so i i don't know (laughs) nobody on the site uh nor the people on this podcast that you're listening to right now will be going to see this film so if you go see it please let us know how it is good luck um, Miracles from Heaven. It is now in kind of our April Easter time, so a lot of these religious films are dropping. Yeah. And this is not to impugn anyone's religious beliefs or religion, but these. These are dumb. These are stupid movies. <laughs> and they're also. Um, they're very. Um, they're very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, th- calculatedly they're very calculated cash grabs what they are is like the you know a lot of the times it's, the producers like, yeah, don't honestly, give a shit about the religion or anything it's anyway. a
0: horror movie in october yeah. it's all yeah it's really what it is this it's it's like really movie in april
1: yeah so at least when tyler perry makes a movie with a theme of faith you know it's like he doesn't make anything he doesn't want to make at least there's there's that kind of like well no this is me i wanted to make right this i'm movie. a
0: christian i want to tell yeah. the story
1: so but we're, you know when are we gonna movies, start
0: getting some more like flag day
1: yeah yeah or arbor so, day some, yeah, some more yeah. tree well, movies some arborist so, <laughs> so, so <laughs> it, it it really has that that yeah that that cynical cash grab feel to it these these movies um uh midnight special this is an interesting movie it's getting some kind of like um buzz about how great it's going to be i saw the trailer i'm not convinced neil is convinced it's going to be amazing and it's Basically, you have a father and a son who go on the run because the son starts developing, um, like, X-Men powers. So it's that kind of like, well, is he an alien? Is that where he's getting his power from? Um, so they're on the road and, you know, running. And it's
0: with, uh, what is it, Kylo Ren? It's with Adam Driver.
1: Well, what's the most fascinating thing is there's been a lot of special effects used in this film mm-hmm. to make, to make um, Michael Shannon look not like a creep so he, how can they do that? Yeah, he actually um they're making him just a dad, a concerned dad and he's the the father of the kid with the the alien X-Men like powers. So, and Jeff Nichols directs it. So, I don't know. I you think know, it could go either I, way.
0: Jeff Nichols directed Mud, which is a really cool film. Mm-hmm. Um he, mm-hmm. you know, so this, He's
1: worked with Michael Shannon before. Yeah,
0: in Shotgun Stories in 2007. So, I, you know, To
1: be fair, he's worked with Michael Shannon before where Michael Shannon's been a creepy character.
0: Well, <laughs> Everyone's worked with yeah, Michael yeah. Shannon. Anyone, anyone who worked with Michael Shannon was when he was playing yeah. a creepy character. But yeah, I mean, you've got Michael Shannon, Joel Edgerton, Kristen Dunst, um, and uh, you know. Kylo. I wonder if he
1: had to convince him too, like
0: Sam he, Shepherd's in this movie. Michael, I
1: don't know. This, Michael Shannon was like, no, no, I, I can do it. I, I you know stop. I'm not a creep in every movie. I just, movie. Like I, just I want to be a dad. I want. To- <laughs> yeah, I won't do creep stare.
0: Uh, <laughs> it got a lot of buzz at the festival so mm-hmm. I'm I'm. I, cautiously optimistic yeah, yeah, on this I think movie. This, I, like, I like everyone involved. It sounds like it could be interesting.
1: So, Midnight Special. Midnight Special. Um, Neil already bought his ticket, so there will be a review up probably by Friday or Saturday.
0: <laughs> Neil's got a perfect life. Yes. <laughs> um, well, that's our show. Uh,
1: you but, got through it. We,
0: we did. Yeah. I, we need to go to lunch, and
2: I need to drink some tea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but, Shane, what, what can... What do you got coming up? Shows, I'm, specials? Where can people find uh, you on the internet?
2: I have a show that I'm doing now about psychedelics, which is different than like my regular club act. I usually do it on like off nights and clubs or in indie venues, and I'll be doing it at Acme in Minneapolis coming up, uh, which is one of the best clubs in the country. It's a great venue. Uh, I'll be doing it at Helium in Portland. Which oh, is another, another great club, one of the best. And, uh, and and then I'm doing it all around Oregon. I'm uh, and I'm doing it at the. Uh, Cape Fear Comedy Festival in Wilmington, North Carolina, and also doing my first uh, live podcast there. Um, my my podcast, I do all sorts of different things. I, I you were, you were talking about veggie burgers and the world being a, a better place if people ate. Less meat. I have this guy Gene Bauer who uh, he's on the Daily Show a bunch. He wrote a book. Uh, he has these farm sanctuaries, and uh-huh. he's basically preaching that same message. I have him on the show coming up. The amount I of had,
0: grain and water used to feed the cattle. Oh, industry. it's like a hundred times what could feed the world.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, so well, enjoy yeah. your murder. Anyway, uh, I do like Warrior a good podcast. steak. <laughs> uh, I, I, me too. I, I do as well. But uh, I'm also. Uh, i try call. I try to be an open minded <laughs>
1: um compassionate uh yeah carnivore. So you don't eat them as much yeah. Just every once in a while now a mistake yeah so and you,
2: you know, their whole push is like meat free Monday or something like you know mm. do do one day out of the week and and don't eat meat sure. you know make make a little difference mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. oh uh, all right, but yeah twitter file handle what do you got
2: at Shane comedy, but yeah if you go to my uh, website com. you'll get all my information including my schedule which i will try to update uh, today <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm really uh i'm i'm really excited to see this this uh psychedelic show are you doing it in LA at all or?
2: um i've done it a couple times already in LA hopefully i'll do it again it's it's like this really what it is it's a way that i, I like talking about science in my act but unless i have like some hook yeah, like you... i just can't and so it's just been a way that i'm able to talk about perception and consciousness in a in a way that people will not be bored with um okay. so like i did it i, I broke my feet uh, a couple years ago which is uh, we referenced the troubles with getting me on earlier uh and i made an album about that but it was really about psychology um but it was just like kind of a hook um to nice. so that's what i that's kind of what All i right. do now
1: but yeah. so i'm glad to see your feet are better yeah for the most part <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well,
2: dude,
0: thanks for being on the show, man. Thanks that, for having I'm me. Glad I appreciate we made this happen. it. And if you guys are in any of these cities where he's doing where he's doing stand up and, and the psychedelic show, psychedelic show. what's check the it name out. of
2: the psychedelic show? It's called The good trip, so it will be labeled as that on my on my schedule. Nice. So if it just says Shane Moss, it's just my regular stand up show. If it's mm. the good trip, it's the psychedelic show. Cool.
0: Nice. Um. All right. So that's uh, episode uh, three hundred and eleven. Day. Put it yep. in the books. Um. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. And, uh, you know.
1: Fulza, where are you going to be coming up, Graham?
0: Uh, where the fuck am I
1: going? You're uh, going to Appleton.
0: Oh, that's right. I'm headlining <laughs> Skyline Comedy Cafe this I can only
1: feed you so much. I know. <laughs> it's
0: hard. It's hard. I'm usually Johnny Plug Machine. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I'm headlining Skyline Comedy Cafe in beautiful Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh I love that club. It's a great club, man. Cliff has done a great job in that room. It's yeah. it's fantastic. So it's it's uh March seventeenth through the nineteenth, this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um so I've put uh on my Facebook fan page and on my website, GrahamElwood.com. It's all there. You follow me on Twitter so you can get tickets to this weekend.
2: Shows are selling out.
0: Um all right, guys.
1: And we always want to say thanks again uh, for your support. We really appreciate it. Um, Make sure you support the store. We always say if you spend $20 or more in the store or through the donation, um, we really appreciate it. But also, uh, there's other ways to help. Like we said, just spread the word about the the show uh great reviews on itunes it all likes helps and follows. yeah likes and follows check and out those the twitter of you guys
0: feed who have always supported us and we appreciate and we it very very appreciate it and those of you who've been listening for free for years you're dicks <laughs> <laughs> um
1: so what Graham is saying is he's tired and he would like you to please spend some money now
0: and your dicks, like, yeah. I'm just, well-rested, <laughs> way, well-rested, I'll say the same thing, like, free content means this might, we might have to close our doors, so enjoy it. Um, thanks, Shane. My name's Graham Elwood.
1: And I'm Chris Mancini, and as always, remember, Han God shot God first. But he didn't do it for free. <laughs> Sleep deprived. <laughs>
0: always angry. mm <laughs>